everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, and welcome to today's podcast where we have the Linda Cheatham. Cheatham? Cheatham. Cheatham. Perfect. I've heard someone re- um, pronounce it differently. Cheatham and Cheatham and Cheatham. <laughs> yeah. she, she answers to all of yeah, it, right? Cheatham. Cheatham is correct, though. Um, and she is, I've got, I've got some cheat sheets here. Um, Linda is the executive director at the Tahlequah Area Habitat for Humanity. She is the former project coordinator for Vision in Preschoolers program with the College of of Optometry. She studied criminal justice um, at Northeastern, or I'm sorry, yeah, Northeastern Oklahoma State University. Um, You studied social work and you're originally from Bartlesville. I am, that is correct. And I also worked for 22 years for the Oklahoma Department of Corrections as an adult probation and parole officer where I was licensed to carry a gun. Oh my goodness, she's packing today. No. <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. Okay. Well, you know what? That that just that seems like that perfectly aligns with everything, everything you're doing. Else. Right? Yes, yes, it certainly does. Absolutely. Now, the reason we had you in today is what you do, I'm just enthralled. Obviously, it has to do with housing and residential and the fact that Tahlequah is in this massive growth pattern right now, which means that we have a shortage of housing for entry-level, first-time buyers, that type of situation, right? Yes, that's true. So uh, Habitat for Humanity is a worldwide organization, but Tahlequah Habitat has a service area of Cherokee County, Oklahoma. Right now, there are no habitats or service agencies in many of the Uh, counties that align with us. So we get lots of phone calls about services needed we aren't able to provide. Okay, so you're only in Cherokee Cherokee County. County. Okay, okay. Which, you know, for our community, keeping it local is really, that's such a great aspect. Um, and, And really, we've got a lot to cover here today, but let's kind of start with where some of the funds come from, which is your ReStore. Yes, that's correct. So kind of explain that to us, what you've got going there. Okay, we actually have two restores here in Cherokee County for Habitat. It's kind of unusual. We have the Restore Home Improvement Store that's on the west side of the bypass of Tahlequah. Mm -hmm. And this new location just opened a year ago in December. And they take donations from the public. furniture, household items, uh, dishes, uh, kitchen items, uh, books, and then they resell items uh, to the public. Not only can you get a good deal on a lot of things, but it also gives people an opportunity to get rid of good things that they just aren't able to use anymore. Those funds uh, from the sales do help uh, provide some funding for our houses and all of our administrative costs do are covered by the restore. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's fantastic. And I really kind of want to lean into the restore so people understand. So the one on the West Bypass, please don't bring clothes. Not well, if you bring clothes to the one on the West Bypass, they will bring those clothes to the Restore Rack, which is located at 198 West 1st Street, which is on the corner of 1st and College. 
Perfect. But if you can take those clothes directly, there are two big blue donation bins that you can put those in. So after hours, if you're cleaning out your closet at midnight yes. and need to, I love that. I love that. Yes. Because when you're in the mood and you want it out of your house, yes. you really want to be done with it. So, yes. And yeah. what we do find, people bring furniture and things to the clothing store. They bring clothing and things to the furniture store. And we have a driver and a truck and we swap things back and forth uh, all the time. Perfect, perfect. And we're going to put um, a link, you know, to the to the restore below um, is telling them where it's at and the hours. Because here's the thing, if you're a shopper, guys, start there. I am in awe of some of the things that you have. So recently we were doing a really tiny project. The home was under 500 square feet, super tiny. And we just needed a very small flooring, okay? And my husband ran over to the store, the west side of town, and someone had just finished a big, fabulous home and had donated some leftover, and we bought it and ended up doing almost the entire thing. And it's a very quality, high-end material that we would not have been able to put in the budget during well yes and uh, uh, not only was it in your budget but then that donation that carries on to help you with your project and the sale from that which was affordable to you helps us uh, cover some other expenses so it goes full, it comes around full circle I love that I love that but it, it really there is so much in that store that I just would have never thought of to go in and check and see if you have it so um, so if you're looking for something Definitely go and check it out. But I also love the idea of when you finish the project um, and there's something you didn't use, you know, the sink or the, uh, we had a situation where the uh, vanity didn't fit. <laughs> it did not fit at all. And then we had also taken a vanity out and both of those went to the restore. So that was that was amazing to be able to, you know, give back to the community, so to speak. So, uh, yes, not yeah. only does it benefit you because you can get rid of it in a good location, yeah. it benefits the next person and the next person. Uh, well, yes. And also the, the young man that was helping unload offered to give us a receipt for our tax purposes. Correct. Yeah. So, so if a person itemizes their donations or if their taxes, I know the laws have changed and it's not always able to be deducted, but yes, uh, as a 501c3 nonprofit, mm -hmm. your donations of cash as well as items uh, are able to be deducted if that fits in with your taxes. At the clothing store, uh, the Restore Rack, uh, we get lots of clothing that's donated that still has the original tag. Someone bought it, never wore it, yeah. and uh, donated it to us. And we have a pretty large store that's full of very nice, very quality items of clothing that you can purchase. That's amazing. And some of it's still with the tags on. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love that. I think that's awesome. Um, and then also in, in my business, obviously we run into a lot of people who are relocating and leaving the area. And sometimes they don't want to take the sofa and, and the recliner. And even sometimes, you know, the, the refrigerator was not part of the transaction. You guys have been known to come and pick that stuff up. 
Yes, we have. The pickup line number is 918-453-2720. We have a, a truck, a box truck, and we're looking this next year to get a bigger one. We have a, a driver and a helper, and they'll come out to your location, to your storage building, to your house. Uh, we'll meet you out there, and we'll load up what you don't want. Again, give you the receipt mm -hmm. if you want to take it off. Uh, we do ask that things be clean sure. and that uh, not torn or ripped, but we have lots of good items that come in that uh, then we are able to resell to the next person who moves to town that doesn't have that sofa or exactly. recliner, yeah. and it benefits everybody. I love that. Now, there are a few things that you can't accept, correct? So, mattresses? Correct. Okay. We don't have a used mattress license at this time, okay. and mattresses are required to be treated right. in a certain way, and we haven't haven't uh, we don't want to do that right now. Okay, but the bed frame we're good with yes. that. <laughs> Please with the yes. bed frame. So. Yes, and we even have had people that have brought mattresses, and we set them out and mark them free. Oh. And somebody during the day that comes into shop has said, oh. I need a mattress, oh. and they'll load it up. But with bed bugs uh, being oh, prevalent, you have to be point. very careful mm -hmm. uh, uh, on mattresses, and they need to be clean. But we have put them out and marked them free. Oh, I love that. I hadn't even thought of that. That's yeah. amazing. Okay. Um, and that building is huge. What is the size of the ReStore? Well, the ReStore is 12,000 square feet. Or actually, it's 11,998 square feet <laughs> because if you get 12,000 or more, you have to get sprinkling in your building. Oh. And when we were building it a year ago, uh, we were on a very tight budget. So it's just under 12,000 square feet. Wow. And in that, I ask that because I want people to understand there is a lot of inventory in there, and it changes constantly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We uh, call it, if you snooze, you lose. Yeah. I have walked through the building and thought, oh, I'd like to have that. And then the next day, I've come back, and it's gone. It's gone. So you see it, you want it, you better get it right then, or somebody else will beat you to it. Absolutely. And then what are the hours? Like, um, I know that it is gated, so that is not as easy to do drop-off after hours. Correct. Right. And we gated it on purpose because people were dropping items that were not suitable. We had a lot of trash that was being left. But the hours are um, Monday through Saturday, open at 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay. During the week, they close at 6. On Saturday, they close at 4. Oh. And they ask that you uh, arrive with a donation at least 30 minutes before closing so they can get it in the building and uh, secured before the night. Okay, okay. And then on the ReStore, so the ReStore shoes, purses, I'm sorry, the rack. <laughs> Um, shoes, purses, boots, hats, um, obviously clothing mm -hmm. it goes there, right? Yes, we have uh, children's, men's, women's clothing and accessories. Yes. And we take some uh, bedding there, but we have to be very careful. Yeah. And uh, um, the shoes and the accessories uh, also. And like I say, it's uh, a lot of items come in with the tags on. 
we have half price at the Rack Clothing Store every Monday and Wednesday. I did not day, know that. Half price on, on the accessories too? On everything in the store, 100%. Okay. So if you're looking for clothing or accessories, oh, nice. uh, you can go in. We also have a room that has bridal and prom dresses. We have a lot of bridal dresses and prom dresses that are donated and we have them uh, secured in a separate room where they can be tried on and have mirrors also uh, but it's it has it's by an appointment we uh, will let I you in. have not know yes that. and have some beautiful bridal and prom dresses oh my gosh and sometimes we all have those dresses that are in the very back of our closet yes and there's just some sentimental attachment to it, so I don't want to put it in a yard sale, right. you know, but I love the idea of paying it forward and letting yes. someone else, you know, feel glamorous for the evening too. Yes. So, oh my goodness, and for such a great cause. Yes, yes. I did not, well, that, let's wrap it up. There's the show right now, okay. I'm kidding, but that is amazing, it I is. love that, yeah. And then um, on the Restore, my husband said, be sure and mention this, the paint. Yes. Okay, so not the clothing. We're off the rack again. We're going back west of town. Right. To Tell the us restore. about the paint. Okay, well, we purchase paint. It is uh, first quality paint. We purchase it from a provider uh, for habitat uh, paint. It is not used paint. Right. It right. is recycled paint that was left over from other projects, and it comes pre mixed in colors. Uh, the main color that sells, though, is the off-white color. We do have a paint shaker that we bought to shake the paint. You know, that's pretty important. Yes. If you've stirred paint that has sat for a <laughs> while, you would be glad for the shaker. Yeah. So uh, we have um, lots of paint. We also purchase uh, paint accessories, uh, paint pans, paint rollers. Uh, we have tarps, some bungee cords, a few items that we purchase. Uh, that you can buy uh, firsthand. Yeah, and I he wanted me to mention that because we do have a few rentals uh -huh. and that it is the best paint That's for, what everybody for rentals. Says. So yes. those investors of you who have rentals out yes. there, I just, and I love the fact that it, it's new paint, we're purchasing it, and it's paying back to our community. Yes. It's just like this great big win-win all the way around. It is all yeah. the way around. I love that. Okay, so you've got the Restore and the Rack Restore, and that money pays the administration yes. for Habitat. Yes. And now it, let's go deep on what Habitat for Humanity really is. So the uh, purpose of the mission is to build uh, affordable housing for low and very low income families that have good credit, they have steady employment, or some people have a social security or a disability check, but you have to have a income for two years. You have to have good credit, low debt, and we have an application process. Uh, we do partner with the United States Department of Agriculture for a 502 direct loan this loan is direct to the homeowner. We help them package that loan so that they get all the paperwork right. It is not a loan you can get at a bank. Okay. You, it can go directly to the USDA or come to our office and we will package it. And if a person is approved for that loan, then we will build a brand new house with brand new appliances uh, that fits the size, two bedroom, three bedroom, four bedroom. We've built one five bedroom house mm -hmm. uh, in the past. 
Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And this is for Cherokee County residents. That's correct. Okay. And what is the, like the, from the time that you turn in an application, how long before you find out if you're qualified or meet the, the Well, guidelines? that's the only drawback with the USDA. They uh, process loans from all over the state and all over the United States. Uh, Oklahoma has been processing disaster loans uh, from the East Coast. But it takes a good six months, usually, before you find out if you qualify. Now, I have already run the numbers, and I've already determined most likely you will qualify. But it takes six months before that application is pulled and reviewed. And then once you're reviewed, then we get you on the schedule for building. Right now, we are building House 33 in Holbert. And we need volunteers to help build that house because the way we keep the payment low is we build the house with volunteer labor except for the certified trades, uh, plumbers, electricians. And uh, uh, so we uh, purchase property. Uh, we might purchase a piece for a person if they want to be in a different area, different school district uh, for their children. And uh, then we build uh, a brand new house uh, for them. And uh, it's an insulated, uh, well-insulated uh, house that should have low-cost utilities. Oh, and uh, it, we put in a really nice, high-quality uh, vinyl floor that looks like wood. Yes. Looks like wood. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, the wet-dry all throughout the house, so you don't have a lot of thresholds. Uh, and we make it handicap accessible depending on the needs of the homeowner. Wow. And so how long have you been doing this? Well, I started uh, 12 years ago. I think it's almost 13 as the executive director. I retired uh, from the College of Optometry and I had retired from the Department of Corrections. And uh, I had been off and on the board of directors for Habitat. Okay. I knew you'd been involved yeah, I, for yeah. much longer. Yeah. Uh, we're celebrating 33 years of house building for Tahlequah Habitat this year. And I had been on the board, off the board, and they needed a director because uh, there's a lot of rules and regulations. Oh, yeah. So I said, okay, I'll do this one year for free. But then if you want to keep me, you need to pay me something. <laughs> so I did one year, and then the next year they paid me a little bit. And so it was a day, two days, three days, and now I'm working full time. And we are building two to three houses a year. We Last year we did eight critical repairs. Oh. Now a critical repair is that which affects the health and safety of the homeowners. Sometimes it's just a roof. But sometimes they don't have running water in their house. Oh, gosh. You'd be yeah. surprised how many people don't have running water for various reasons, pipes, froze, whatever. So we will go in, uh, uh, give them an interest-free repair loan. We will do the work, oh. and then they will pay us back with an affordable payment that is interest-free over a period of time. That's amazing. And so they would just, again, contact you yes. and you would give them an application to see if they qualified for that. Yes, or they can go to our website, TahlequahHabitat.org, okay. fill out a pre-application, and they include their income, how many people are in the house, uh, what their payments, if they have a car payment, a credit card, payday loans, and uh, their income, and then I'll run the numbers to see if they qualify 
uh, and then they come in and the first thing we do is run a credit report to see what their documented credit is like. Okay, and we will put that link below. So okay. if you've got a family member that you think this might be a good fit yes. for, that was, I love that. That's, yes. I didn't realize you did those. Yes. So how many homes in Cherokee County have you guys done then? Uh, we are currently working on House 33. So we have finished uh, 32 houses in Cherokee County. Uh, we have built out at Keys. We've built at Holbert. We've built up on a hill in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we've uh, built in many different locations. You do not have to have your own property, but if you happen to have property or a relative has property and would give you an acre, uh, that would be suitable for building. We would consider that. But regardless, you still have to have a credit score of at least 640, okay. cannot be a registered sex offender, okay. uh, have to have steady income with a job of at least uh, two years, and be willing to partner with us. And there's also a sweat equity requirement. I was going to ask you about that. Yes, yes. So for a two-adult family, it's 500 hours of sweat equity working on your house or a previous house or other houses. Oh, so you, you can help build someone else's yes, and then, mm -hmm. okay. Yes, and so. Uh, hurry up and help them finish that hurry so up and they can mine. get your. <laughs> That's correct. So, but a single adult, uh, 300 hours. Now, half of those hours could be worked by family and friends. Oh. If you have a church family, half of them friends. But if you don't have anybody, you have to do the hours all yourself. Okay. But that's still pretty amazing. Yeah. Yes. So then in Cherokee County, 33 homes. So that's about a house a year since yes. you've been doing it. Yes. I love that. Yes. Although in the early years, it was not quite a house a year. Okay. And recently it's been two houses a year. Almost three. Okay. Almost. Okay. <clears throat> and what's limit limiting it? I'm sure it's not the number of people who need it. No the number of volunteers. Really? Yes, we have a paid construction supervisor who is very good. He knows what he's doing, mm -hmm. but we don't hire a framing crew, a roofing crew. We do everything with volunteers, and the more volunteers we have, the faster the house goes up, and the faster we can get the house closed and the family can move in. But without those volunteers, then it goes much slower. So I'm I'm gonna I'm talking to you now. <laughs> so all of the time people say, I love Tahlequah and I want to be more involved. Here is your chance. Women's group. They could come out. They don't yeah, yeah. Yes. High school students group. Could, but they have to be at least sixteen. Okay, okay. If they can drive, yes. they can come out. Yes. Your church group. Yes. I mean, guys, there's there's no limit. Or if just you want to go and volunteer, this is such an amazing opportunity to help a family in our community. That's correct. I just think that's amazing. That is, I, I can't believe that you have a shortage of volunteers because the thing is, is I know you guys, I know our Tahlequah community and their heart, and they want to give back and they want to donate time. Um, and if you don't have the time, then I'm sure they could donate some money too, right? They could, or they could bring lunch to the work site. Oh. 
because otherwise you have to either bring a sack lunch or you have to leave and go to lunch and so sometimes people can bring just lunch to the habitat office and i'll drive it out to the work site oh my goodness okay and is it um if a group was only available on saturday to volunteer is does that work into your schedule or are there certain days they have to? well right now what we are scheduling is monday through friday but okay. if a group wanted to schedule a special day on saturday our construction supervisor is glad to work on a Saturday for a group, a special group. Uh, we don't schedule Saturdays right now because we do not usually have anybody come out on Saturdays. Wow. But we will schedule a gr work group, whatever, on a Saturday. Uh, it, and they can go through the website, sign mm -hmm. up, and in the comments uh, put down, we would like to work on a Saturday or just call the office. And that number is 918 453 one three three two and leave a message or talk to someone we'd like to have our group come out and work on a saturday okay i i i think all of these book clubs <laughs> these ladies are going to be calling we've got some really amazing people here in tahlequah and and again you're constantly asking me how do i get involved this is it so i really really love that so so currently you have a house going yes uh, it's a three-bedroom two-bath house for a lady who's uh, my age she's 69 I'm 69 we even share a birthday and uh, she adopted her two grandchildren ages 11 and 15 who were in foster care because uh, they weren't able to live with their mom and uh, she was living in a small apartment and now they're in a little bit bigger but still small apartment two bedrooms in Holbert she's sleeping in the living room oh and she qualified for a three-bedroom house and of course she has to come out and help which she has been and uh, is just so thrilled oh to gosh. be able to and the boys are thrilled to be able to have an opportunity to have their own house oh my gosh I love that now this is kind of random, but what if somebody had some land they wanted to donate? Well, if they have land in Cherokee County uh, and it was suitable, or if they had a house that they wanted to donate, oh. uh, we are in the process of receiving a house that's been donated that's up near Pegs right now. Wow. A lady lives in California and it just didn't work out and she's in the process of transferring ownership. We'll finish the house and sell it. Uh, and they just simply need to call the office uh, and okay. uh, that number 4531332 and uh, then we would uh, get everything together and uh, transfer ownership make sure the title's clear sure but uh, we have had a few properties donated in the past and would love to have more that really helps the organization yeah well sometimes you know in real estate i ran into a situation where the family doesn't want it, but they don't really want to sell it. Um, or one family member just doesn't want the other family member to have it. Right. Yes. <laughs> this might be the perfect That's solution. Right. They yeah. could donate it to Habitat. They would get a, a tax letter yes. and they can yeah. split it however their tax people say they could. Oh my goodness. Well, my brain is just whirling now. So, and I hope that that's 
connecting with some of them that are watching I today. So, so okay, well, what else do we need to know? I mean, so they could donate time. They could obviously donate money. Yes. Um, they could donate items that could then be sold at Restore yes. that would pay back to this. Yes. Anything else that we may, may not be aware of? Well, sometimes people have tools uh, in their uh, barn, in their garage, and if they have tools that are good tools, uh, we are glad to take donations of tools because we do have a large tool trailer that we haul around to each build site and uh, tools wear out and we have to replace them. So tools are something okay. that we would like to have uh, for the affiliate also. I hadn't even thought, yeah, because if a 12 people show up to volunteer, you're going to need 12 hammers. That's correct. Ah, got you. I love that. And that is, that happens quite a bit where people are relocating and they're mm -hmm. not trying to take everything in the shop or correct. the barn. So I will definitely make sure that they understand that that's an option. That's right. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm really glad you came in today. I, I thought I knew, but... Who knew? I didn't know. So now um, this is a real estate podcast. So I typically always ask the clients the same question. Um, if you if money were no object and you were building your personal dream home, oh. what three things would that dream home have to have? Well, uh, plenty of bathrooms. Okay. Uh, one. Um, I sew and quilt, so a large uh, sewing room at my house, which I did build 12 years ago. Yes. Uh, yeah. I have a fairly large uh, sewing room, but it looks bigger on the plans. Than <laughs> it's never is, big uh, enough. Yeah. In person. <laughs> and of course, uh, uh, affordable energy-wise. Uh, an energy-efficient house oh. is very important. All of our habitat houses are energy-efficient. And my house is pretty big and it's energy efficient. We had a, a tester come in and test to make sure yeah. that it meant energy efficiency. And that's very important. And, and that's actually a free service that is offered here in Cherokee County. Well, it can be. Mm -hmm. We actually hired an energy efficiency company to oh, make okay. sure that everything met uh, the qualifications. And I actually got a tax rebate uh, for that, which okay. paid for the company that we hired. Oh, that's wonderful. And are you um, are you intrigued or interested in solar, or is that anything you're checking into? No, uh, we uh, solar. You know, sometimes it's cloudy for days at a yeah. time, yeah. and we have not uh, crossed the solar benefit. Now, if we were in a hotter climate with more sunshine. But right now we are uh, insulating the entire envelope of the house okay. and uh, all the way with a sprayed on insulation. Oh, wow. And we have not crossed over to solar. Solar has batteries. Uh, batteries are made in different uh, ways. It uses yeah. different things. And then batteries have to be replaced. And yeah. uh, a sustainability for our homeowners is the key. We don't want them to have to replace batteries for solar right. uh, in the future when maybe they wouldn't be able to afford to do that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, keep it simple. <laughs> for sure. Well, we are so glad that you took the time to come out today. I'm not sure how you had time running these three, because it's really three separate entities, it is. you know, that, that you're doing. So thank you for taking the time to come out. And, you're so welcome. And I hope that, uh, that our viewers will watch this and be in touch and keep you even busier. Oh, thank you. We hope so too.
Perfect, perfect. Now, as always, guys, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out. Or if there's someone that you would like to see on the podcast, shoot us their information so we can reach out to them. Please like, follow, and share because this is how we promote these amazing community leaders here in Tahlequah and continue to give back. And thanks again for watching.